0: At loveisrael.org that's one word loveisrael.org now here's baruch with today's lesson
1: in this study i'd like to share with you a portion from the book of luke that has really impacted my life it has taught me how to make wise decisions and most people are the same left to ourselves without god's revelation Without the Holy Spirit leading you, you will certainly make poor decisions. And realize that there is an enemy that he wants you to make poor decisions. So this scripture, it's a very familiar one. It concerns two women who were sisters. And what do we learn? We learn how to choose wisely. But before we begin, I'd like to share with you a biblical principle. We know that in the scripture that we are called to fear the Lord. What does that mean? Well, the word fear in Hebrew perhaps is best understood in English with the word priority, meaning this. We are called to give God the priority of our life. Everything that relates to him His words, His commands, all of this should be the priority of our life. And when we behave in this world demonstrating the fear of the Lord, that is going to have a positive application in our life. We are going to choose wisely when we have the fear of the Lord. Choosing wisely is what the Holy Spirit leads us to do but we need to know how to order things according to god's priorities take out your bible and look with me to the book of luke and chapter 10 the book of luke and chapter 10. now we're going to begin in verse 38 and we see a transition we see that yeshua and his disciples they are going places and look with me to that 38th verse where it says, And it came about as they are going, also he entered into a certain village. Now, we know that village because this family that we're going to meet, they lived on the Mount of Olives in a very poor location. They were not people of wealth and means. They were simple people, but it doesn't matter whether you're rich or poor, whether you have some uh, special thing in your life, or you're a common, simple individual. We all have to make wise decisions. We are all called to show God priority, and we can easily be distracted because of our lacking rather than because we have abundance meaning this don't think that simply because one is poor they are more spiritual or because one is wealthy they are less spiritual we don't see that in the scripture but we do see this sometimes wealth can distract us but realize this sometimes lacking being poor can also distract us because we become very concerned about our physical needs now most people would tell you there's nothing wrong with that we do have physical needs and we need to be concerned about them but what do we learn in the scripture seek the kingdom of god first and his righteousness and then all of these things which we legitimately need god will add them to our life god is faithful Put him first. In other words, make him the priority of your life. Now, look again at this passage. Again, it says here that that there was a group. They were traveling. And he also, and he entered into a certain village. And who did he encounter? It says, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house so we see and in, in the word of god and also in our life we do not see that things happen by chance more often than not they happen by god's providence anything that is of spiritual significance is an outcome of god's providence now in hebrew that word for providence is a phrase Hashkacha pratik, which means personal supervision. And that's what God does. He personally observes everything in our life. He knows it all. And therefore, we should not think of these things that are happening in our life as simply by chance random, but rather there is a purpose for them. And it's only when we are submissive to God that we are sensitive for his revelation and we are committed to serve him, let me say that differently, when we are committed to obey his word and practice his word in our life circumstances, then and only then can we benefit from the providence of God. So we see that, that this woman, by the name of Martha, She welcomed him, that is, she received him, took him in to her house. Now, we learned something. In her house was also her sister. We'll talk more about her in a moment. And also, we know that these two sisters had a brother named Lazarus. And this family was going to become very important to Yeshua and it all began with this one woman martha making a wise decision to invite him into their house we can say it differently that she invited him into her life what a wise and simple thing to do just to say yes to the son of god and what he has done for us in order to bring godly change into our life do you want that do you desire that godly change in one's life and do you want to live righteously what does that mean do you want to behave in a way that manifests God's glory there is a inherent relationship between righteousness and the manifestation of God's glory and as I've said many times recently we have been created and we have been redeemed by the blood of messiah in order that we might live a life that is praiseworthy that we might demonstrate and do righteousness and that the glory of god is seen through our behavior and what we do and we can say in those righteous decisions that we make but righteous decisions don't happen by chance they happen because of a commitment to the Word of God. So let's just pause for a moment and ask, us, ask ourselves a very important question, and that is this. Am I really committed to the Word of God? Do I respect it? Do I believe that, that this book is truly God's communication to humanity? Is it precious to you? Do you value it? we should and this is going to be an important truth that is seen in this passage so look again at the end of verse 38 where it says this woman by the name of martha she welcomed him into her house and what a change that brought about now verse 39 and two and the implication is and to her was a sister A sister who was called Mary, or in Hebrew, Miriam. So we have two sisters, Martha and Mary. Now, of course, in the scripture, this family is very well known to most believers. And here we're going to see that one of the sisters chose wisely. She was not distracted by the things of this world. So again, let's ask ourselves a very significant question. Am I allowing myself to be distracted from the things of God, his revelation, his communication to me, his word, by the things of this world? Now, when we wrap up this study in a few minutes, we're going to learn something of great value and the question is this are we working and laboring and exerting energy and commitment to those things that eventually we are going to lose that are going to be taken away from us or are we laboring and we are demonstrating a commitment to those things that are eternal now what things are eternal those things That relate to the kingdom of God and watch out take heed is what Messiah said that you are not weighed down hear that carefully that you are not weighed down by the things of this world the physical things those things that wear out and eventually will not exist be assured the things of this world for example money these things are not going to make their way into the kingdom of god they're going to come to nothingness in a matter of a moment read the book of revelation and chapter 18. so let's labor and work for that which is eternal those things that are related to the kingdom of god look again at verse 39 and to her was a sister named mary who also, just like Martha, who also sat at the feet of Yeshua. And it says here that she was was listening to his word. Now, again, one has such an advantage when they pay attention to the original language because there's something that's significant here we find that this phrase for was listening is in the Greek imperfect. Now, we use the same term imperfect for the Hebrew language, but it means something entirely different. So we always have to be concerned with the term that is used and what language is it applied to. The Greek imperfect and the Hebrew imperfect express two very different things. In the Greek, in the Word of God and the New Covenant was written in Greek. The Greek imperfect suggests something. It suggests that a change is coming. So we should expect something different, something that's new, something that is not what it was. And what the word of god is teaching us is this that his word god's truth scripture his word brings about a change a good change a righteous change a kingdom change in one's life now that type of change is connected to eternity and would you not agree that those things that are temporal those things that are here today and gone tomorrow We shouldn't emphasize that so much. But rather, we should emphasize those things which are eternal, meaning those things that relate to the kingdom of God. And it's only, hear that carefully, it is only through the word of God, that is scripture, that I can have discernment and understand what are the kingdom things. So both were there. But we see in regard to Mary that she was listening to his word. Verse 40, but Martha. Now, they both were there listening, but what happened to Martha? It says here that she was, we could translate it, distracted. It's a word for being bothered. As she sat there with her sister she became distracted she became bothered by something and what was that well notice exactly what the scripture says but that means in contrast to Mary but Martha was distracted concerning much service and we can think of this word service as relating to work and what type of work well we're not talking about ministry we're talking about simply secular work now remember the context it was Martha who invited Yeshua into her house and therefore the implication is to to give to him hospitality and that would be food perhaps he was going to lodge there and spend the night and he would need to also bathe so There was preparation that had to be done. But we see that she allowed these physical things, these physical, yes, legitimate needs, but physical and that which related to the temporal to distract her from the words that he was speaking. And what did he speak about? If you look at the Gospels, there is clearly an emphasis on Yeshua's words as they related to the kingdom of God. She was thinking about the world and her responsibilities in this world. She was not thinking about the kingdom. And notice what what it says here. Verse 40 again. But Martha was distracted concerning much work, and she stood up, and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me alone to serve? Now we, we get to the heart of it. She feels alone that this responsibility, this earthly thing, is now solely upon her shoulders. You know what the scripture says? When we are serving God, Paul tells us this, he says one thing I do forget those things that are behind meaning his sin and he says I press on to what that upward call the call of Messiah in your life is an upward call he wants to bring us up so we see things differently and that we are lifted up spiritually that we become that new creation, not just in a declarative sense. Anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. That's true. But we want to demonstrate, we want to experience that newness in our life. And that requires, one, prioritizing things correctly. And what is this passage about? Well, simply, Martha did not prioritize things correctly. She was consumed. She was distracted by earthly things. What are we going to serve him? Where is he going to sleep? Where is he going to to bathe? All these legitimate but secondary things. What was going on? The Son of God, the Messiah of Israel, was in this family's house. And Mary was enthralled with his teaching. And Martha was there hearing the same words, but she allowed herself to be distracted by much work. And therefore, what does she say? Look carefully. Last part of verse 40. She says, therefore, say to her that she helps me. Helps her in what? The physical. See, we need to be able to discern there's a time for everything and this was a time for learning spiritual truth notice Yeshua's response to her in regard to these things look now to verse 41 and Yeshua answers and he said to her Martha Martha now anytime things are repeated in the Word of God it is for the purpose of emphasis And when he says, Martha, Martha, he says that because he wants her attention. In other words, he wants her to learn what he's going to share, that this has great relevance for her. And you know what? It had great relevance for me, and perhaps it will also have great relevance for you. Do you prioritize your life as you should do you emphasize the words of God and I'm speaking about Scripture and also God communicates us to us best through his word but also through prayer we can find the leadership of the Spirit of God in our life giving us insight wisdom and knowledge In regard to his purposes his plans in a general sense and also in a personal way so he answers and he said Martha Martha why are you distracted and troubled now we see two things here she is distracted and that is because she's allowing something else to trouble her in other words what the scripture is saying is this she is anxious right now she's feeling anxiety pressure and she is allowing the things of this world to take precedent over the words of God his instructions what he was sharing with them now here's the message we have an enemy And one of his most powerful tools against us is to cause us to be distracted to be distracted with what the things of this world now there are some very legitimate things we need we need shelter we need clothes we need food but again remember what I said earlier God knows that we have need of all of these things and what does he say don't focus upon them God is going to provide that sustenance a life what are we called to do prioritize first with an emphasis those things that are related related to the kingdom of God so ask yourself am I doing that am I more of a Martha or more than a Mary so he says here martha martha you are anxious and you are being troubled concerning much many things she feels overwhelmed with this responsibility what does god say messiah tells his disciples that means he says to you and to me that that his yoke is light And his burden is easy. When we are walking with him, obeying him, we shouldn't feel full of anxiety. In actuality, there is a a liberty, a freedom, a peace, a contentment, an assurance that comes from obeying him. Now, you may find this hard to believe in, and it surprises me. But the number one criticism that we receive, people send us emails, and that is that we emphasize too much obedience. They say you need to emphasize grace. Well, I would respond to them, in love, the grace of God works in our life to cause us to obey him. It is obedience that manifests God's grace at work in a believer's life. And I think it's a testimony that these individuals that just want grace, 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 they don't understand what biblical grace is about and how it works in a believer's life and what it produces in the end. So what does he say? Again, he says, Mary, excuse me, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and burdened by much what's his conclusion look now to our last verse verse 22. he says but meaning in contrast to what you're concerned about he says but there is one thing that you need did you hear that one thing that you need now i believe that that god likes to make spiritual truth simple One of my favorite teachers was Dr. Charles Stanley. And I remember how many times he would say, you know, this is a simple truth, and why would God want to make it hard and difficult? He's for us. He wants to bless us. He wants us to receive his goodness. So he makes spiritual things simple. And he says here, not my words, his words, Yeshua says, but there is one thing that you need. That's simple. So God is telling me there's only one thing that I need for life, that I need to emphasize, that I need to pursue. And what is that? He says, but Mary, she has chosen the good portion. What is that? To hear his word. What is that one thing? The word of God. I believe this is so simple it is the word of god that you need and it's only when you are committed to hearing and obeying his word then your life is going to be transformed we cannot overemphasize the significance of the word of god believe that and implement that truth into your life he says there is one thing that you need and mary has chosen the good portion now that word chosen it's the same word that many wants to translate elected it wasn't elected meaning that that god did not cause this to be what what mary chose she chose it because she was interested in the things of god and notice what it says at the end it says which this thing that she's chosen and what it produces in her life it says which will not be removed or taken away from her won't be taken away why because the word of God when we cherish it when we respect it when we apply it to our life it produces eternal rewards rewards that cannot be taken away where moth can't uh, eat up and devour where rust can't destroy and where someone's not able to break in and take it away from us when we emphasize the word of god it is going to produce eternal results and those results you won't regret these results from a commitment to the word of god and understanding his revelation is going to produce that which is good that which is pleasing, and that which brings about the eternal promises and blessings of God. Choose wisely.
0: Well, we hope you will benefit from today's message and share it with others. Please plan to join us each week at this time and on this channel for our broadcast of loveisrael.org. Again, to find out more about us, please visit our website, loveisrael.org.